0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Young Conductors podcast.
1: We are your hosts Sean and Cole, two conductors on a mission to encourage, educate, and inspire young conductor teachers. Welcome everyone. Hey everybody. Thanks for tuning in to our final episode of the season. I know this one has you know taken a bit of time to get here um, but today it's really just going to be a conversation. Um, and reflections about what this past year has looked like for us. So um, yeah, welcome. We're, I first want to say that we are so incredibly thankful um, for everyone tuning in, listening, following, supporting all of the things um, that we have done on this. Really, it was just a, I don't want to say an experiment, but we were just like, let's let's try this and kind of see how it goes. And I think we are, I can speak for both of us and say that we are extremely honored um, to have not only had one person interact with us, you know, but now being over a thousand, it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, certainly didn't go the direction I thought it was going to go. So it's really 100%. great. 100%. <laughs> 100%. Um.
1: So this is just going to be a conversation. Sean and I um, chatting about what this year has looked like for us and sharing some some things that we're thinking about towards the future. Um, and then once again, we're, we're going to go out with a bang today and give you three conductors to watch. We really wanted to hit it every single, um, uh, every single area. So we're going to do a choral band and an orchestral person. But Sean, uh, why don't you talk to us a little bit about your year what have you done give us some highlights
0: i'm trying to think about the last episode we recorded i think it was in the summer right
1: yes like maybe july or
0: something yeah it's very crazy and here we are in november so the year has certainly flown by um and we couldn't make another episode because cole and i have just been super busy like i'm sure all of you are also busy but a lot has happened since our last episode. Uh, a few things for me. I think maybe we talked about last time I this August I started a um, full-time teaching position with a middle school and fourth and fifth grade uh, strings. So fourth grade is the beginning of year. yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's it is rewarding. It's hard <laughs> being a first year teacher. First year teacher is very challenging I mean I've taught in other settings but this is like the first full-time every I see the kids every day well besides elementary I see the middle school every day Um, so just learning how to the biggest thing is learning how to set those procedures at the very beginning Um, that's something that I was having challenges with but it's it's finally starting to get better even though we're almost halfway through the year Um, Yeah, always have those expectations, procedures ready to go. Um,
1: I just want to give kudos to Sean, because maybe he'll talk about this, but not only did he start his new teaching job, but he also was finishing up his graduate degree. And how many jobs did you have this past semester? Way
0: too many, way too many. Like seven or
1: something? It's a lot. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So I, so I just to, wanted to,
1: to plug that in there for you listeners. Um, he's he's doing a lot of things and a really, well, he's doing a really for, good job
0: with them. So. Thanks for tooting my horn. I appreciate it. Of course. So yeah, we day. had the... <laughs> and I will toot yours as well. Um, um. <laughs> so we have the middle school position. Um, I think this was also new uh, since our last episode. I started... Um, as a conductor, conducting fellow with the Wheeling Symphony Orchestra um, working directly with the music director John Devlin and the associate conductor Antoine Clark. Um, so I'm getting a lot of experience with like the rehearsal process and, you know, sitting out in the audience and listening uh, for balance issues and that type of thing mm-hmm. during the the rehearsals. Um, and, you know, John and I got to like have just a one on one conversation and we just chatted about like regular life stuff. And that was really cool to get to do. Um, and very exciting news next week, uh, the Wheeling Symphony is having a performance titled Symphony on Ice. And it's basically this huge um, holiday extravaganza. It's at um, a civic center and the, like the floor is ice and there's ice skaters and they dance and do all these things and the orchestra uh, accompanies the dancers. And so John invited me to conduct a piece uh, with the Wheeling Symphony. And so I'm very excited about doing that. This will be my debut with a professional orchestra. So that'll be really exciting. Um, Yeah, super excited about that. And the next episode- But you have to tell them what piece
1: too. You have to tell them
0: (laughs) So the piece, Is um this is Halloween from (laughs) Nightmare Before Christmas? So it'll be a really Halloween.
1: This is yes.
0: No, everybody loves Halloween during Christmas time. Um, actually, it's I think it's the opposite. Everyone loves loves Christmas during Halloween time. Um, yeah, super excited about that. That's going to be awesome. And then I also took the position or won the position, I guess of the Sinfonietta conductor with the Wheeling Symphony Youth Orchestra. And that is um middle school age students, just strings only. Um and there's a Philharmonic which is the high school group. And we just uh had our concert this past Monday and the concert was was fantastic. We did a joint um Christmas piece with the high school group and that was really fun for the kids to get to do. Um, yeah there's been a lot of stuff and then we had the modern symphony orchestra which i serve as the music director for we had our first premiere concert at the end of october um it was a magic and monsters theme halloween theme and i i was just so amazed by the success of the concert i think we had like 230 something people in the audience which is really great for awesome premiere performance and I was thankful that Cole made the trip to to get to be there in person that was very sweet um, of and my friend she also friend, had your Madison Dimitri
1: um your graduate recital was like right before that yes and it? then we had a lot of stuff yes here my
0: today. my final master's recital was like a week before that. And so I was having to travel down um, to Morgantown all the time to do rehearsals with the, the University Symphony Orchestra, and then rehearsals with Morgantown Community Orchestra, which I'm the assistant for, and then rehearsals with Montengalia Symphony. And so it was always traveling around. And honestly, as a young person trying to make it, that's what you had to do. I mean, you have to be available for these things. and. I know we we talked about all the time, never saying no, like say yes to things. But there comes a certain point where it's like, okay, now I am, I'm getting tired. And actually I've been like sick for about a month. And I think it's because the lack of sleep that I get. Mm. But finally, everything is calming down. Like the youth orchestra is over. Mongalia symphony is over. Morgantown Community orchestra is over. My recital is done. And I just, I just passed my oral exams last Friday. So yeah. my degree is completed. Um, so yeah, that's that's been what's going on with me. And I will now turn it over to Cole to give us a little update on what's going on with him.
1: Um, yeah, sure. I'm um, still finishing my, my graduate degree. I have about another year and a half left. Um, with that, super excited to present my graduate recital. It's actually going to be a lecture recital next spring, um, in March. Um, and the theme, my uh, capstone, my research, all the things, is going to be about socially conscious programming. And so we've, um, I've selected the theme of uh, the of looking at music through the lens of bullying um, mm-hmm. and how. Uh, words are powerful and so I don't I could talk all night about this so I'll try to sum it up as quick (laughs) as I can Uh, but essentially there are three different uh, sections of the um, performance and the first one is the power uh, sorry uh, words of faith where um, I have three different pieces Um, we're going to start off with like a pagan chant it's like really cool and then we'll go into um, a sacred piece followed by um well, it's a 15th century sacred piece followed by um, a gospel piece, um, a piece from the, the Black church. Um, what are my steps for any of those who um, are familiar with that? And then the second section is going to be words of um, courage. And this is really when we're going to get into the bullying part of it talking about um, bullying in general and standing up for things. Um, and uh, we're going to do Andrea Ramsey's truth, um, if anyone knows that as well as a cool piece by Melissa Dunphy called wild embers. Um, it's one of my new favorite pieces. My teacher actually recommended it. It's cool stuff. And then my, the last section is going to be words of support. Um, and so I, I'm still trying to fine tune. It's sad. I, I should probably have this done, but I keep hearing new music. I'm like, that'd be a really good fit, but I have mm-hmm. to get all, all of my pieces within 30 minutes. So I'm like, keep changing things out when I think, oh, this would be, and I just need to just finalize it. But um, yeah. yeah, we're going to really end the piece with, yes. Cause there's so much good music and it's like, how do I choose 30 minutes um, yeah. story of a conductor? Right. Um, but, and then we're going to end the, the um, concert with um, a piece called where the light begins by Susan Labar, which is also the title of my, uh, the, the concert itself where the light begins. Mm. Um, and so the, a part of my capstone is I need to wrap this idea up. I know I told you I talk about it too much. Part of my capstone is um, thinking about what the rehearsal looks like, so not only the performance. So we've been having conversations about bullying and doing research and sharing opinions and things, all in the rehearsal setting. And the first twenty to thirty minutes of my recital is actually me giving a lecture, corn you know lecture recital. Um, and I'll be talking about all of that um, and how I got to the concert so it's, it's going to be some good stuff and my teacher has imparted so much knowledge and wisdom and guidance with helping me figure out all of this um but yeah i'm super, super um excited uh are already, we've already started concert, the... be... i hope so i hope so yeah um it be
0: great
1: it's just it's I, I think i've known so many people who have just programmed a concert and and i've done this before too i've been a part of a concert that's like we're just gonna you know do a bunch of random stuff it together and there's not really a theme or an idea uh, but mm-hmm. i will say i having did the gun violence concert that i think i've talked about before programming that and like the difference the feeling the different feeling that you get from that kind of those kind of conversations and emotions and you know scaffolding your music in a way to fit into a theme even though it's not made for that it's just it's been a really exciting Thing to learn um and the students definitely are way more engaged and have a lot more um interest personal interest and um Mm -hmm. in their performing so that's that's pretty interesting anyhow so yeah i have my uh master's recital and then um i don't know if this is like official but my teacher wants to go on sabbatical and so she'd like me for after i graduate to to take over for her for a semester so i might end up being an interim director of Core activities at Radford. Who knows? We'll see where the That's very exciting. Yeah, see where where, where I go with that. Um, but other than that, most of my time has just been teaching at the university. I'm still doing some classes there. Um, and um, I was excited to conduct my first honor choir, or as my teacher calls it, baby's first honor gig. Um, <laughs> two weeks ago, I think it was a high school honor choir. In Roanoke, Virginia, that was really exciting. Um, I had a great day full of music making and we laughed and had good conversations and danced and all this stuff. And then I have another honor choir on the docket in Pennsylvania. And then I um, have some adjudication things lined up, which is kind of cool. Um, But, I mean, there's just been a lot of busy, busy things, I think, for Mm -hmm. Sean and I. And I also started a new church job which is it's going to be good. It's a local church in Radford, Virginia. Um, I've never been a church choir conductor before. I've been a staff musician, but this is exciting to be on the other side of it and programming music and all the things. So we have about like a 20 person, uh, choir, which is really exciting and get to work with them and do all the things. So I'm excited to be a part of that church family and they're, they're super sweet and really excited. Yes. hundred (laughs) percent. Um, but I best equate it to like community choir. Um, yeah. So it's like you have multi-generations and all the things. So that's Mm -hmm. another update that I don't think I've shared, but yeah, Sean and I've just been busy in different ways. And I think this is good because I think I'd rather be busy than not. Um, Yeah, absolutely. And I, 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 you know, we're busy. Yes. But like everything that I'm doing, like fills my cup, which is really exciting, you know? i not doing things like grunt work and that kind of stuff. Everything is. Yeah. Is it doesn't really feel like,
0: and... it doesn't feel like work. Like it's. Right. What we want to do. And it's,
1: I mean, even yes. though we're
0: tired, it doesn't feel like, Oh my God, I don't want to do this. Today. Like you're yes. always wanting to do it.
1: Yes. Um, and I, am just thankful because I think, you know, experience is priceless. Um mm-hmm and Sean and I have been doing a lot of firsts which is really exciting because you know I also presented to an AFME chapter and 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 once you do the first the the thing the first time it's easier as time goes on I think Mm -hmm. so that's that's been pretty exciting but I will say you know I was extremely honored to go to have the um availability and the flexibility to go see Sean's um Sean's concert because um, you know we've been apart for almost two years now mm-hmm. living you know we lived together for how many years five or something and then
0: yeah
1: um, and then I, I moved, away like, see and you later. moved away <laughs> and, yeah and so it was exciting to go see him because you know I've seen how much he's grown you know I think he's way more confident on the podium um, I still think he could look up a bit more but uh <laughs> I right. always tell him that, um, yeah, I mean, just looking about his 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 overall presence on the podium was really exciting to witness. um also, it's just crazy because as we start getting older, we're not old, right? As mm-hmm. we start getting older, we are becoming the professionals in those settings right, and I was telling a friend this too, who's a a percussionist. um it's just exciting seeing the things like he judged in all state. Like and it was like this is cool. Like we're doing all the things now, um, so I was I was really proud to see Sean up there and doing all the things. Um, but I mean his gesture was great too. But I was just proud in general to see him up there and and see all of our friends um, doing the things that they're doing. So I don't know. It's, it's just a cool. Well, thank you. Cool thing to yeah, see. it is.
0: It is inspiring to, especially for for those people that like know us and how like i don't know how obsessed we were with like music and conducting and and all
1: of we were stuff. passionate we were passionate yeah
0: yeah and now you're right we're we're doing the thing that we that we've always wanted to do and that we love crazy do. and each like it's just a step everything is stepping up to the next thing um, which is really cool to see.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we have a lot of good things planned. Sean and I are always talking. And this episode, we've been wanting to get around to it for so long, but it just seems like I've been traveling like every other weekend for the past like month, month and a half. I just got back from... Uh, the Virginia Music Educators Association Conference in Richmond. And then I went up to visit some friends and then now I'm back home for Thanksgiving. And so it's like, we need to sit down and do this. But Sean and I are really excited because, um, you know, we're, we're planning, we're starting the planning process for the next season, the next eight episodes. And we have some people on our list that we want to invite and we're really excited. It's people that we know and people we don't know. And trying to get some different ideas and topics. Um, but I just want to add, listener, if you have any suggestions or anybody you think we should, you know, put in our view, feel free to message us and and let us know. Because, you know, we, we're from the same state, yes, and then mm-hmm. we branched off and have networked with a bunch of people. But, you know, I don't know as many conductors in California, you know, like over on that right. side. Like the southern part – of the U.S. I know a pretty good amount. Um, so we're always wanting to, to find new people for sure. Mm-hmm. Really excited.
0: About that. Yeah.
1: Um We also might consider visiting a, a, a conference near you. I don't know. We have to get our, our stuff together and figure out what we want to do. But um, Sean and I have kind of sat down and talked about um, some things, some presentations that we can do. And so some people have reached out about some uh, student chapter presentations and We've reached out to them and talked to them and things. And so um, if that is something that you're also interested in, you're like, hey, my NACME chapter would love to host. We need somebody. Like Sean and I can do things individually, but we, even better, we can do things together. Um, mm-hmm. So feel free to, to reach out to us. But yeah, we might be at a conference. Who knows? We need to sit down and figure that out even more so. But um, there's there's endless possibilities. Endless possibilities for sure. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, and I think, you know, one of the last things that we want to say just to reiterate once again is that we are so incredibly grateful um, for everybody that's tuned in and interacted and all the things. Um, it's, it's really exciting because Sean and I, I think Sean can agree with this. So hopefully is that like I wished I would have had a resource like this when I was yeah, starting out, absolutely. you know, as a freshman or a sophomore, like, Thinking about all the things that Sean and I, Sean and I have learned through others, or even just had to figure out on our own, like this path is something that can kind of be tricky to get into, um, because it is you way more than just your gesture. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's way more than just your gesture. And um, although yes, you need to fine tune that always, but there are so many other facets going into be a conductor teacher. Right. So hopefully if one person, I think we said this when we started, we hope that one person takes away something. Yeah. And I think that there's been more than one person. So yeah, <laughs> that's I think exciting so. to me.
0: Yeah, often, I feel like oftentimes you can get like a, like as a, as a very young student, you kind of get the cold shoulder when it comes to conducting. And maybe the teacher is not interested in teaching you at that young age. But I mean, that's... I don't know. I feel like we're to show that you can do it when you're young. Like, yeah. Age, age does not matter. I mean, experience matters, but like, right. Just don't be discouraged by any cold shoulders, I guess. Yeah.
1: 100%. And I think if there's one thing that Sean and I, I will toot our own horns to toot, toot about this is that we <laughs> do have that passion and that willingness to like go for it. You know, it's yeah. like, Sean's like, yeah, I'll take on seven jobs and have to <laughs> have a ton of travel. Sure. I mean, he did it, you know, but it's like such great experience that he's getting. Um mm-hmm. Fine tuning those skills because, you know, as conductors, I can't remember who I heard this from first, but we practice in isolation. I think I've mentioned this before. And, you know, it's one thing to conduct in your bathroom mirror. Like, oh, yeah, that looks good. You know, but it's right. another thing to actually be in front of an on Doing officer, it. Be in front of yeah. Humans, musicians, young and old, like doing the thing, because I'll tell you what, I'm sure I have conducted a gesture beautifully in my mirror before and then took it into rehearsal and it did not it make it doesn't sense work. to everybody. Yeah. So it's okay, I have to change this and do the things, you know, and so um, it takes time and patience and willingness to put yourself out there, try new things, be vulnerable. I mean, it's not easy being a front, a, a, in front in, of, uh, sorry, rewind. It's not easy being in front of a group of more than, like, five people, you know, let alone yeah. if some of them are your peers, those of you who are in school. So just to keep also, with it, stick with it.
0: Uh, taking what you just said, so the the Monongalia Symphony, there's um, a board of people, and the president, after our first concert, she was talking to me, and she said something along the lines of, like, I want to thank you for, for your um, I can't remember the exact word she said, but it was something about like your attitude on the podium and like your engagement with us. Like that's, mm-hmm. I think that's why a lot of people are, are playing with us and keeping play with us. And I told her that I really appreciated that. Cause I, I do pride myself on being a genuine person in rehearsal or just in, in front of any group. And I think that, sometimes that's a barrier for people like you try to put on this front that you're this like big powerful person and i can do this and that just doesn't work the the musicians can see directly through it they'll immediately not like you as soon as they sense Mm -hmm. like a little bit of fakeness um so i think just being your authentic self in front of a group is what the group needs don't try to be someone or something that you're not because people will tell (laughs)
1: Right. And it's interesting you brought that up because the presentation I did at Georgia State a few weeks ago, I I told them students, and I feel like you can fill in the blank, you know, students, musicians, players, all the things, they don't care how much you know, unless they know how much you care. And I think that that's true, regardless for conductors, right? I've been in, I've been in the ensemble where somebody's gotten up and like, you need to do exactly what I say. And then I've gotten up, been under under the baton of someone who like genuinely showed interest in the people that were in front of them, you know? And I think Sean is the true Testament to that. And hopefully I show that too in my own, um, my own conducting teaching, but um, there's a true passion and a true excitement to be in front Mm -hmm. of these people. And also it's like such an honor as a conductor that people are like willing to allow you to come up in front of them and, listen to what you have to say and just like go with the flow try different things like all that is like i'm i am incredibly honored every single day to have the opportunity to work with people and so um yeah yeah, it's been it's it's such a fun journey um especially because you and i are still young conductors um Mm -hmm. there's way more things that we have to learn and grow and experience but absolutely hopefully we've shared something it's an ever
0: ever learning field
1: For sure. That's everything really. Yeah. I mean, I realize that this VMEA and I'm not throwing shade at anybody in particular, but it's interesting when I went to these presentations, it was mostly like younger people. I'll say like 30 and below. Meanwhile, all, everybody else is like mingling and chatting. And I just was thinking like, you know, what a sad day it is when I feel like I am no longer a continual learner. Like, I, I think I'm always excited to learn new things and new experiences. And so mm-hmm. hopefully that's something that people start realizing sooner than later. You know, I was just thinking about the hoity-toity, like, oh, I don't need to know this. I already know blah, blah, right. blah. And it's like, well, you only know your perspective. Sorry, that I could get into another rant. and I'm not, <laughs> not going to do that. That's, that's what we
0: tend to do. <laughs> Branches.
1: <laughs> yes branch to branch to branch but let's let's get back on, on track so um sean and i wanted to to share some people with you and I'll, I'll share the first two um so the first person that i think you should watch and look into is dr doreen rao um she is pivotal in the american choral conductor world dr doreen rao r-a-o and we'll share more about her specifically on our uh, posts that we usually do showcasing these conductors. Uh, but she is actually the person that I think coined the term conductor teacher, um, talking about how those things really go hand in hand. And then she passed it to her student, Dr. Snow, who we've talked about before. And then Dr. Snow passed it to her student, which is my teacher. Um, and so it's this whole philosophy that the conducting teaching goes hand in hand. Doreen Rao also has a bunch of arrangements she started Um, A choral series through her organization called uh, CME, Choral Music Excellence, um, which trains young choral conductors to um, dive into music, have conversations, all those things. Um, And so I challenge you to check her out and um, give her her music and um, her um, her conducting videos a watch and listen. And then the next person that we're going to add, and I'm not ex- expert on this person by any means, um, but I've heard a lot about this person. I've watched the videos, and I've heard a lot of good things because one of my teachers actually studied with him. Um, this is for you band folks out there, Dr. Jerry Junkin. He is at the, uh, he's at UT Austin, um, and he's also the conductor of the Dallas Wind Symphony. Um, the videos and uh, rehearsal clips that I've seen of him thus far, he is like amazing on the podium he has so much ownership and so much um knowledge and experience that i think um and i'm sure every band person listening to this is like we already know jerry junkin but it's just good (laughs) to mention because maybe there's somebody who's not who does not know as well there's
0: a video um i saw it on facebook i don't know if it's posted anywhere else but it's him rehearsing the dallas winds uh on Gustav Holst's first suite and E flat, and he just like mm-hmm. talks about the piece. And it's it's like inspiring to listen to him talk about it. Cause of course, when I was in band, we played the whole suite and it's like, oh, okay, we'll play mm-hmm. it. And then, but he's like, he's like, no, this is like one of the best pieces ever. So it is it's it is inspiring to listen to him talk about that piece. Yeah.
1: And then, Maybe Sean, we can find a video link Lincoln or something oh okay so
0: my conductor is uh seji ozawa um there's two videos that come to mind the first one is a a very recent video um he is a bit on the seasoned side and he i think i think he's sick i think he might have cancer um if i'm thinking correctly um and he he was in a wheelchair and he's conducting uh the egmont overture and it's just it's just an inspiring video to to see someone mm-hmm. like him um, with all his accomplishments still conducting. That was really cool. Um, one of my favorite videos of him is him conducting the Rite of Spring. Um, for anyone who has conducted that, you know that you just need extreme clarity. Like that is what that is what the orchestra needs, and he gives extreme clarity. And but he doesn't he doesn't lose uh, the musical side of his gesture. He really combines both of those. Um, so I, I can't remember what orchestra shirt's with now, but it will it's one of the uh, videos that like pop up when you type in Rite of Spring, Ozawa, it'll be mm. right there. Um, thanks. Yeah, definitely give it a watch and a listen.
1: Cool. Um, well, thanks again, everybody, for tuning in to our final episode. Yeah. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, anything for the greater of the good season. of the season um, or the upcoming season. Honestly, also me saying that is like kind of bittersweet because Sean and I um, actually had a professor who just passed away. And do you remember their saying at the end of each class, it was so long. Do you remember? It was like, do you have yes. any questions, comments, concerns, anything for the greater good? Fears. It was like this fears, really long fears. No
0: yeah it was awesome
1: joys and that kind of stuff it was it was really um so as soon as i said that they just popped into my
0: actually i sometimes i say that to my to my students it was uh any comments concerns fears joys celebrations yes um, any for the for the greater good or something yeah i sometimes i say that to my students and they just look at me like i'm a goof but yes yeah but
1: now when we say that we'll remember dr Steinlein. anyhow sorry about that everyone um but um yes thank you so much for watching and tuning in and we look forward to chatting with you next next season
0: yeah thanks everybody
1: all right bye y'all